welcome to the Sageness Podcast, Kings and Queens. I'm your host. My name is Leilani. So we are going to be continuing our habit series, and this is part four. And we are going to be talking about how we spend our time in relation to habits. I am going to start off this episode with a quote that I found. The quote reads, the way we spend our time defines who we are. And that is by Jonathan Estrin. So when we are on our journey or when we are trying to change a habit or replace a bad habit with a good habit, there is a reason why we decide a habit is good or bad, right? Um, nine times out of 10, it is because that habit that we are trying to get rid of or attain will help us get to the goal that we're trying to reach. And one way to learn how to replace a bad habit with a good habit is to be mindful of how we spend our time. And we have to make sure that that time that we're spending is conducive to our goal. And we have to protect that time. While researching this topic, I found a website from Insider that's titled 16 Major Differences Between Successful and Unsuccessful People. And I am going to actually read all 16 to you guys. And then we're going to dial back and focus on just the ones in relation to successful people. The number one reason that was listed and that stuck out to me was successful people embrace change, unsuccessful people fear it. And in that one, it talks about how embracing change is one of the hardest things that we can do, which is why it's so hard for us a lot of times to change habits or replace habits with bad habits with good habits. Um, So the next one, successful people accept responsibility for their failures. Unsuccessful people blame others. The next one, successful people give others credit. Unsuccessful people take all the credit from others. Successful people want others to succeed. Unsuccessful people secretly hope others fail. Successful people continuously learn. Unsuccessful people fly by the seat of their pants. Successful people ask how they can help others. Unsuccessful people ask how they can help themselves. Successful people take a chance for what they want. Unsuccessful people are afraid of failure. Successful people are always looking to better understand themselves. Unsuccessful people do not care about introspection. Successful people listen first and never stop listening. Unsuccessful people talk too much. Successful people are vulnerable and transparent. Unsuccessful people are protective and secretive. Successful people keep a positive attitude. Unsuccessful people get negative too often. 
successful people are committed to gratitude and acts of kindness. Unsuccessful people put themselves first. Successful people compliment others. Unsuccessful people criticize others. Successful people have gratitude. Unsuccessful people don't appreciate others and the world around them. And the last one is successful people forgive others. Unsuccessful people hold grudges. So you may be asking yourself, what does this have to do with habits and how we spend our time? In order to drive my point home, I am going to only say each of the things that successful people do and think about how much time you have spent doing any one of these things in your life. So the first one, and I'm only going to talk about the successful ones. And I just want you to think how much time in your day, week, month, years, have you spent doing these type of things? So first one, successful people embrace change. Successful people accept responsibility for their actions. Successful people give others credit. Successful people want others to succeed. Successful people consistently learn. Successful people ask how they can help others. Successful people take chances for what they want. Successful people are always looking to better understand themselves. Successful people listen first and never stop listening. Successful people are vulnerable and transparent. Successful people keep a positive attitude. Successful people are committed to gratitude and acts of kindness. Successful people compliment others. Successful people have gratitude. And successful people forgive others. So for me, when I read all the positives of what successful people do and left out the unsuccessful pieces, I started to think to myself, how often have I myself done those things? And how often do I spend my time doing those things? And when I started to really think about that, I started to realize when you spend your time in a way that is in alignment with what you are trying to accomplish, you will spend more time doing things in alignment with successful actions and those actions will help you move towards your goals, right? The number one thing on this list was embracing change. And in order to be successful in changing a habit from a bad to a good one, or to get rid of a habit, or even to implement a good habit, we have to be willing to spend time embracing change. I've talked about it before. For me, scrolling on my phone or going to sleep to be able to get to the gym on time is a change that I had to embrace in order to be successful with getting to the gym in the morning. So I had to decide where I wanted to spend my time, right? I I had to decide, did I want to spend it scrolling through social media and watching other people 
achieve their goals or did I want to spend it in the gym making strides towards my fitness goals, right? So I had to put those both on a scale and decide which one was more important, which one had more weight. And I and I still am. Like I've gotten way better at changing the habit of being on my phone at night. There are days, like I said, when I'm stressed and that phone creeps back up in my bed and I don't get up and go to the gym on time or at all sometimes. And it sets the tone for my day. I have a little bit better day if I do get up and go, even though I'm a little bit late, you know, I still make it there, but I don't get to do my full workout. So I kind of let the phone interfere in my time towards the gym. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I get inspired by watching people and influencers on, you know, YouTube or Instagram or Facebook because it helps motivate me. But doing it while I'm supposed to be sleeping is not conducive to my goals, which is my goal is are changing my habit of getting to the gym every morning. At the top of the episode, I said that we have to be mindful of how we spend our time and When that time is conducive to our goals, we have to protect that time. And what I mean by that is in order for me to protect my gym time, I have to make sure I get in bed by a specific time. When I go to the gym, I have to protect that time as well. So um, an example of this is like for me, in order to make sure I'm in bed on time, I have to get my kids in bed on time. So one of the things I teach my kids constantly is you have to respect time. You have to respect time, your time. You have to respect other people's time. And when I put them to bed, I tell them I have to go to bed too. So I have to get you guys in bed. I explain the whole process to them. So, you know, in order for me not to scroll on my phone, the thing I do is I I make sure, number one, my kids are in bed on time. And sometimes if I have extra time because I nailed it and got my kids fed, ready for bed, ready for school the next day at a decent time, I reward myself with phone time. But I do not put my phone. I do not scroll on my phone in the bed. I will do it on the couch. I will do it walking around the room sometimes just so I don't get in the bed. And then when I say, okay, I'm going to be on my phone for 30 minutes, I'm I tell myself like I have to protect my gym time I have to protect that time so I put my phone where I put it at night away from my bed away from where I could access it at night and then I go to bed and even if I'm not tired I still make it a habit to go to bed nine times out of ten if I'm just laying there and I'm not tired I fall asleep the other thing is um, my boys sometimes will say hey mom now that I've you know implemented this habit of going to the gym I usually will get up in between any time, anywhere in between 4.15 and 4.30 to go to the gym to make it there by 4.45 or 5 o'clock. And so my two teenage boys will often sometimes ask me, mom, can I go to the gym with you in the morning? Or they'll tell me, can I go to the gym with you in the morning? And I tell them, if you want to go to the gym with me, all you got to do is let me know. I'll wake you up. And I'm I'm really big on not waking my kids up and them waking themselves up. But when it comes to going to the gym, because even I struggle with it, I am willing to get my boys up because the fact that they want to go to the gym and work on their fitness and their health um, is something that I want them to continue to do. So I try to make it as easy as possible for them. But I make it absolutely clear to them. I will wake you up. No problem. But... I will leave this house when I wake them up in the morning. I tell them, 
you got 30 minutes to get dressed so we can go. If they're not dressed, I make it clear, I will leave you. (laughs) And it sounds harsh, but I let them understand, like, this is the only time I can go to the gym. This is my time that I carved out for myself, literally carved out because I was not a morning person, hated getting up early. And I was one of those parents who got up an hour before my kids had to be out the door and it was a mad, crazy rush and everybody was miserable by the end of it. And so I carved out this time to make sure I make it to the gym when I need to. And I protect that time at all costs. If my boys say they want to come with me, I am more than happy to take them with me. But I do let them understand, like, this is my time to go to the gym. I'm not going to wait around for you to get dressed. I'm not going to wait around for you to get up. I leave at 445 or 5 o'clock to make it to the gym and get that gym time that I need. And I consistently protect that time. Even when friends say, hey, I want to come work out with you. This is when I'm at the gym. You're more than welcome to join me. I don't change that time. I don't alter that time. I don't shrink that time. Of course, unless I didn't get out of bed early enough and me myself didn't protect that time. And then I spend less time in the gym if I do end up going or if I end up not going. But I always make it clear to anyone who says anything about coming with me to the gym or saying, hey, let's do this at this time. I tell them, no, this is when I go to the gym. And if you want to work out with me, this is the time I will be there. And you are more than welcome to join me. And this is the time I leave. That is what I mean by it is important for us, for you to protect your time. When you are trying to generate a new habit or generate something positive or when you're trying to start a new habit, you have to protect that time. You have to decide what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. And you have to protect that time at all cost because you are obligated to do things to better yourself. And when you don't protect that time, when you allow people to disrespect, if it's, I don't know, the time that you take to start on your business, you have to protect it at all costs. Because if you don't, when are you going to start on your new business, right? The time you take to the time you decide you're going to go to sleep. You have to protect that time at all costs if you need more sleep in your life, right? Because if you don't, you're never going to accomplish that new habit of going to bed at that specific time. In the first episode, I talked about, you know, doing a 20 minute task because for me, um, cleaning, cleaning is a big thing, like trying to fit it in, doing laundry and stuff like that is a big thing. So implementing a 20 minute task daily in order to do those things, I started to make it a habit and I slowly let that habit go. And a big part of why is because I didn't protect that 20 minutes, right? I did not buckle down and say, this is the time I'm going to take to do my 20 minute task towards my house cleaning goals. And no matter what goes on, I'm going to protect that time. And so I didn't stick to it. (laughs) And, um, you know, that was just a little habit I was trying to change because I have since implemented a lot of other things in my life, but 
I did not protect that time. So slowly but surely that 20 minute task was non-existent. And then my laundry started piling up, things in the house that needed to be done started piling up. I started feeling overwhelmed. I almost got to the point where I was like, well, I need to spend less time in the gym so that I can get what I need to get done completed. And then I realized, no, I have to carve out 20 minutes of my day to do what I said I was gonna do and stick to it because it's very possible. It was very attainable, even with me, going to the gym, even with me getting up as early as I did, it was very possible for me to set aside 20 minutes to do laundry, to do housework. I just didn't want to, honestly, it stressed me out. I didn't want to, I didn't want to take the time to do it because I was already trying to change other habits. But in getting back into that routine, I realized I have to protect those 20 minutes. And so what I did when I started trying to get back into the routine is I changed the 20 minutes to 15 minutes and I went from there. And right now I'm still struggling with it, but (laughs) I do it more than I was. Um, So that is what I say when you have to protect your time, when you decide that you're going to do something, when you decide you're going to take the time to do something at whatever part of the day you decide you're going to do it, you have to protect your time. And if you are a mother or father, you have kids out there, put them in bed, eight o'clock. If you plan on doing your 20 minute task at 830 Put your kids in bed eight o'clock sharp. Let your kids know this is bedtime. I'm um, guilty as a parent. I'm guilty of letting my kids overrun bedtime. And sometimes it's hard, but I have kind of trained my kids when that 830 alarm goes off. They already know like, oh, it's bedtime. And sometimes I don't even have to tell them bedtime. They hear the alarm and they go in their room and go to bed. So you just have to develop a process and a practice that will get you to the goal that you're trying to get. And then when you get to that goal and you carve out that time, you have to protect your time. Um, you just do. And when you start to do those things, those habits, those changes that you're trying to make and embrace will start to become second nature to you. And you will be able to accomplish whatever it is, whatever that goal, whatever that habit is that you're trying to change or implement, you will start to slowly accomplish that and it'll start to become a lifestyle change and it'll start to become something that you do. Um, A couple of weeks back, if you are not on my Instagram, my Instagram is saged underscore journey. But if you want to follow me, I do from time to time post little quotes, little videos. My Instagram is mostly geared towards my nutrition. Um, Not so much like my podcast, even though I wanted it to be towards my podcast, but it just didn't happen that way. So I'm just following the flow. So it's more, it's geared more towards my nutrition. But I had posted a, um, a reel and I forget who, I, I forget the guy's name, but he wrote a book and One of the things he says in that reel is when that alarm clock goes off at four or five in the morning, you get up, your brain tells you, you don't want to do it. And you tell your brain, this is what we do. This is just what we do. And when I saw that, of course, I made a reel out of it because it was really powerful to me. And now on those days that I have a hard time sticking to the habits, the good habits I'm trying to implement, I tell myself, this is who I am and this is what I do. This is what I do from now on. Um, And that's not going to change. You know, even when I decided to when I decided to give up meat, I asked myself, are you going to be okay?" with not eating a piece of meat the rest of your life. And at one point in time, that question 
stressed me out because I told myself, I don't know if I'm going to be okay with that. And then there's times when I ask myself that question, because I still ask myself that question till this day. And I say, yeah, I'm completely okay with it. And when I ask myself that question more now, the answer more is, yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with not eating meat the rest of my life. Um, I'm okay with it, you know? So it's about how we look at the situation. It's about how we look at what we're trying to change and what we tell ourselves surrounding that and how we spend our time. So when I get up in the morning and I have one of those days where I say I don't want to, I always remember that reel that I posted and um, I, I, I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but um, he is, he wrote a book. He's a Marine. He's an, um, I can't remember for the life of me, but um I will put it in the show notes, the the name of the guy um, that I am talking about, because he did write a book. I have not read his book. I heard it is really good and I will get around to reading it. He says in that interview or whatever he was doing that this is just what we do. And I cannot tell you how many times that has helped me drag my butt out of bed in the morning when I tell myself, nope, this is what you do. This is your lifestyle. This is who you are. And when I say it that way, it makes me remember I am moving towards who I want to be and what I am doing now and how I am spending my time now is helping me move towards my journey of who I want to be in the future. So getting up in the morning and saying those affirmations and saying those positive things to myself help get me up and get me going and get me to the gym in the morning or saying those things when I am dead tired and still have to implement my 20 minute task helps me get off my butt and do a little bit of laundry. You know, if you do not have an affirmation that gets you going, you should really create one because I use those on a daily basis and they help give me that push towards the direction that I'm trying to go in. After having kids, I realized that one of the most important things that we get in this life is time. It is the most important thing. It is invaluable. You can't get it back once you spend it. And it's important. It's it's very important. And the key to an amazing life is how we choose to spend that time. So I, I challenge you guys this week to be mindful of how you're spending your time. Try to make steps towards spending your time in a way that is conducive to the goals that you want in your life. And remember to keep implementing your change in your practices and keep moving forward in your journey. So until next time, kings and queens, keep growing, keep loving, and live in your sageness.